0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Power of Women and Insurance podcast. My name is Teresa Kitchens, and I am your host. I am thrilled because I've taken about a, almost a two-month sabbatical from recording podcasts just to take a little bit of a break, make sure that I am in a good place mentally and emotionally, and I am so excited to be back. I'm thrilled to be able to be back, and we're starting off today with an amazing episode talking about burnout, such a positive, wonderful conversation right now to be having in this industry. It is June 28, 2023. And with that, I think we're seeing really in the market right now, Nationwide is backed out uh, across the country. Multiple other carriers are saying they're not gonna write in certain zip codes. They're not gonna write in certain types of homes. They only want auto and home. They only want full pay for the year. They only want blah, 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 blah. All these different carriers, all these different companies, all these different groups are putting in barriers to business or they're pretty much exiting the market completely. So or just saying they don't want any new business for a while. So how are we as a community, as an industry, really combating burnout? We've talked a couple of times in the past couple of episodes because I have done a couple over the last couple of months, but not too many. Um, Jessica Klatt, we talked to about being able to coach up our our teams and getting to know them and getting to know their work styles and their neurofeedback processes. We've talked to a couple different people about what they do for their team and how they keep them fresh and how they keep them interested. Today, we're gonna talk specifically about something deeper, about something more intense. We joke and we say the word burnout, but it could be that some people are just really not real happy in their job right now. And that could be perceived as burnout to some degree. And that's where we have great events and we have a great balance in our agency and in and, and our structure of what it is that we're doing to keep ourselves excited and we volunteer and we do lots of charities and that is huge. But there's also something deeper, another level of that conversation that I would call true burnout. And that is a sense of apathy and a sense of um, exhaustion with the industry. So let's dig a little deeper about how to be able to maybe step over some of those feelings, how to be able to get on from them, and or how to reset um, to be able to give yourself time. Okay, there's lots of different methodologies on how to do this. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. So let's get started. Welcome to the Power Women in Insurance Show with your host, Teresa Kitchens. Join us as we laugh, talk about hard issues, support each other, and make our industry and our world a better place. Let's go. All right, ladies. So, ladies and gentlemen, so I am so excited because I think that here on the podcast, we're really going to be taking a little bit of a shift um, into a little bit more of um, some mental health and some ability to be able to get through this time. Some really focusing in on our on on how we're going to make it through this uh, session. I've got some really great guests planned, so I'm excited about that. But what we're going to be doing is we are going to be talking about that deeper level of of of, of feelings that some of us are having in the industry of is this ever gonna end, this apathy, this destitution almost? Uh, where is the industry going? Right now, Is there is an opportunity out there and there's always an opportunity, okay? This is out there all the time, but we can always embrace the situation for what it's giving us, what we can learn from it, what we can do with it, or we can kind of surrender to it. And I think a lot of us are struggling in that area of how do we wanna be able to appropriately deal with things, but especially for leading a team, I feel like there's so few options for us to be able to explore that, right? But in reality, there are a lot of different options for us to be able to explore that, for us to be able to come out of it. It might be something as simple as telling your team that for a month or two months, you're going to stop writing new business. That is shocking. And I probably shouldn't even start with that one. But I know that uh, Cassie Arabelli with um, Unburden Your Business has a Time that she usually recommends for the concept of just resetting your business. Taking that time to make sure your systems, your operations, your team is in a good place. And if that means no new business for a certain amount of time, and you just really focus on maintaining your business and, and keeping you guys where you are right now, there is, there's a lot of good value in that. That might be resetting some automation. That might be taking time to let your team rest giving them you know friday afternoons off for a little bit right it is a reset that is what that time is for and um cassie Arbelli has a great um program that i highly recommend that it really talks about taking the time especially in the beginning what do you want where are you going how do you want to get there and it's a time of evaluation but it's also a reset time where if you need to evaluate then you go on in and you do some resetting maybe you redo your operations, like we said, your, your automation, you level up, you take that time to stop, meditate in your business, look at what works, what doesn't work, make your lists and then talk to your team and then level up. That time of rest is not about shutting down. It's not about doing nothing. It's not about, um, not even redoing the whole thing. It's really about reevaluation and reset to be able to say, what can we do better? How can we make these things better? It's not a year and it's not usually two years. Now, if that's something that you feel like you've got an agency that can can definitely do fine if you guys just reset for one year, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that because some resets are huge, especially if you want to get into bigger things like processes and automations, right? If you want to go through... Two, auto, two processes that you wanted to for this, you know, this month be able to reset totally. That's totally doable, but you can't reset your whole business or your whole business style in the concept of a month or or six weeks, right? Or even eight weeks. But what you can do is watch the team, evaluate what could be doing better and giving them better solutions. Part of burnout is that we feel like we're beating our head up against the brick wall. I mean, let's, let's take a moment and define what this deeper set of burnout really is. It's not frustration. It's not oh, this team member or oh, this client or oh, this person was um, unfriendly to me today. Okay, it's not about being a one-time frustrated day. It's not that my technology didn't work as well or that I was on a hold with Progressive for forty-five minutes. It it wasn't. It's not any of that. Burnout is deeper. It's a it's a level of What's really the word I'm looking for? I hate to use the word apathy, but I'm going to use it anyway because I think it's really honestly probably the main word that I would use. It's honestly where we kind of surrender certain things and where we don't feel like we can get them back. You know, I mean, when we're doing when we're doing some of the other things that are frustrating, an afternoon off, the ability to say, this is why I do this, working for charity, being able to give back to the community, those things reset our soul. It, it lights a fire in us to be able to say, I have a reason for doing this. Freedom, the ability to be able to get on out and do things in the community that matter. Those are super important. But when we get lower into that burnout level of apathy to where we're like, eh, client left, a client left, Eh, team member left, team member left. Sometimes it's a defense mechanism that our psyche goes through that says, I right now can't care about that because I have so many things coming at me so many times. It's almost like we put ourselves into a bubble where the apathy wraps us up inside this bubble. And all these things are coming at us But this apathy or what I'm going to use the word burnout makes us feel like nothing can get to us. So part of it is a is a defense mechanism that we put up to be able to keep ourselves in at least a stable, somewhat stable mental state. But we can't live that way forever. We have to deal with the darts. We have to deal with the things that are flying at us. Um, and we need to fix those things that are not right, that are not correct. We need to have those hard conversations with those clients. We need to do the things that are challenging and they're difficult. The apathy and the burnout makes us feel somehow like we are in a bubble and things can't touch us, but not in a good way. It's in a very restrictive way. It's in a depressing way. And this level of apathy and burnout that I'm talking about today, is almost like a depression and, um, We are seeing it across the board in the industry so consistently because we see people who maybe entered the industry five to seven years ago. They just got up on their feet and now all of a sudden they're working their rear ends off, they're working more hours. They don't have the systems and the operations. They don't have the automation to be able to make things work. And they don't have the scalability to be able to take whatever they are doing and scale it up one notch. So I would say if you find yourself truly confronting burnout. And again, this is not just frustration with the agency, this is burnout, okay? I would highly suggest that reset that we were talking about. Take some time, maybe don't write new business, maybe just don't answer the phones if you are in a position where you have other people answering the phones. Um, And ask yourself, what is it that works? What is it that doesn't work with what I'm doing? If you are a producer, what is it that doesn't work? Where is my stopgap? Is it that I'm not bringing enough into my pipeline? Is it that I don't have enough in my uh, uh, you know longevity process? Is it that I don't don't get to the close? Maybe I stop when I get to the point of I'm not pushing the underwriters hard enough. You know, what are you doing to get you to that point? You know, of where you're getting into that. Um, Uh, frustration point, where you you get to the point where you feel apathy level, okay? Is it that you feel like there are too many phone calls? Maybe you need to be able to build in some sort of um, automation with some of that. Maybe you need to take your processes and talk to your team about them. What works? What doesn't work? Um, We instituted um, priorities in our tasks. We've always had them, but we did a deep dive into what we were using our priorities for in our management system, and we are all using them for different purposes. So we ended up creating a standardization for that. So that way, everybody knows exactly when and where and how they can go ahead and move the tasks through the process of the work, work process. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. to really focus in on some of those things that were burning us out, that were that were making us feel like we weren't getting anywhere. And when we really take a look at that process of burnout, let's take a look at what makes us feel that way. What whenever we open up our computer in the day or our, 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 our notebook, whatever we have going on, right? What makes your soul cry out that this is just ridiculous? What do you hate doing during the day? Delegate it if you can. Find somebody who it is their passion. So we've talked about taking a break, maybe taking a reset. We've talked about looking at what is working, what doesn't work. We've talked about talking to your team about what works for them, what doesn't work for them. How can we make it better? But then also on your end, okay, what can you pass off that maybe you hate doing that you don't want to do? Okay. What can you say? I don't want to do this. I hate doing this. Maybe I'm not good at this. So therefore, can I train somebody to do it? Can I pass it off to someone else? And if so, what is that going to do to me? Do I lose a very important part of the process? Do I uh, lose connection with the client? How valuable is this for what I'm doing? If it's not super valuable, if it's something that can be done by somebody who can be trained to do it, if it's something that you can open up more hours in your day to do something you love doing, That definitely is something that will help to curb burnout. So take a break if you need to, watch your processes, your systems, whatever it is, think about how you can level up. Okay, work with your team on leveling up, okay? And then also look at what you can delegate, okay? Those are three huge starting points for being able to combat burnout. No matter who you are, no matter what you're doing, no matter where you're going in your career, if you are, you know, a, uh, you know, if you are a, uh, uh, you know, a CSR in the office, maybe you're putting together welcome gifts for the company and you hate doing that. Maybe it's something that somebody else in the company can do, right? If you are in sales and you hate being able to go on out to, um, you know, uh, uh, deliver paperwork or whatever but i mean that's a great way to be able to make those connections so think through what it is that you do not enjoy doing (laughs) what do you feel overwhelmed with what maybe can you automate right what maybe can you do to up your happy score of your clients think about what could you do better not just for your operations and your structure but maybe to love on your clients more maybe there are lots of people that are cranky out there right now and if we a little bit more to check in on them during the year, then they would feel safer in their um, their environment. I know that communication is key for a lot of things. A lot of that we can automate, okay? Our office is open, birthdays, happy birthday, sending little gifts occasionally, um, sending a card. We can automate some of that, right? But there are big things that go a long way with our clients and they definitely increase retention. And when they call us, they're happier people because they are wanting to talk to us a lot more. So think through how maybe, you, maybe your gift is not sending cards. It's not my gift. I could automate that. Not that I want everything automated. I do to believe in the personal touch, but I don't think sending a card that's from thanks.io that has my signature at the bottom of it because I uploaded it and had it sent automatically via, via some automation. I don't think that doing that once or twice a year is a bad thing. I think that not hearing from me at all for the year is a bad thing. But for me to sit around and do thank you notes and handwrite them, it's not a passion of mine. And I and honestly, I've tried it multiple times. I'll put it off to the very end of the day, and then I just won't do it. So if I can automate it, at least something goes out, right? And just doing what you can do the way that you can do it, and then taking the time periodically and that leveling up evaluation time to say, how can I do it better, right? Maybe for... Um, if you don't enjoy doing the signing of the thank you notes and if you don't want to automate them maybe you can hire someone to come on in and do thank you notes or do them from home maybe a stay-at-home mom who wants a little bit of extra money and she's willing to be able to write out thank you notes for you on her handwritten um, who has beautiful handwriting or something there's lots of ways to get around and you can things that you don't love doing and you can delegate them okay so I feel like this is all kind of running together, but looking and taking that time to do a deep dive on why we are in burnout. Ask your team, take an afternoon, get away from the office. What works? What doesn't work? How can we be better? Taking a step back, really thinking through processes. What can we do better during these processes? Huge. You know, um, my team is virtual, so we do a lot of things on Zoom, but if I had a team more local, I've done it before, where we go to the basement of our library, and that sounds a little scary, but that's where they have the group study program, and they have these glassed-in rooms with dry erase boards on the windows, uh, on the doors, and um, it's a glassed-in area, so nobody's, you know, in, in a bad situation or anything, but we talk about what works, what doesn't work, how can we make this better? And we're in a in an area. And the reason I like this library because everything's in the basement is there's honestly very bad cell service. We get cell service, but it's very, very bad. Mainly text messages come through. Phones have very bad uh, reception. So if we are down there in that area, it's almost like we are untouchable away from everything else. And like I said, with the dry erase boards on the walls, we can what about this? What about this? We can go back to this and go, oh, I thought about this. And we can go back and forth to the different ideas with the different dry erase boards, and we can really talk about what do we like? what do we not like? What are the what's the feedback that we've received from clients? What's the feedback we've received from other people? And how do we feel about these processes so that that way, when we are in that moment, we can focus on those operations because we're sequestered in the basement of this uh, of this library. So get away. Look at your business, because part of burnout that we've talked about is not having a vision for moving forward, feeling stuck, right? Feeling like we don't matter, feeling like we're going to be doing this forever, and there's no end in sight. If we can take these challenging moments, we can take just a little bit of time, level up, ask ourselves what doesn't work. Then when the changes come down the road between claims, between the way that you know companies operate, we will be further ahead. We will be matching. We will be better tomorrow than we are today. We'll be, we'll be matching the industry. The industry is in a growth pattern. It is in a painful growth pattern right now, but eventually it will not be. And at that time, if we could be better at the end of the day than we were today or yesterday, then we're moving with the agency, with the structure of the business, right? I've said it a hundred times, I think that we have to match or at least level up the independent agency um, to offer more automation, to offer more service options, more accessibility, because that is what people love about the big box companies, is the 24-hour accessibility, is the anytime, anyplace, Um, but it's also the automation. It's also the reminders. It's also the, the, the keeping up of the communication. We have to deliver personal service And that in a lot of ways, it doesn't have to be to the level, the 24 hourness that these big box companies are doing, but it does need to be intimate, personal, but accurate and progressive. And I think that that is something that we need to take this time in the industry as we're battling burnout to get inspired, get out there. Right now, people are changing insurance companies, they're shopping, but insurance carriers are also slowing down they're cutting off business, making the threshold to entry harder. We can get out there, do education, training, that will make us the authority. So when the market does loosen up, they come to us. If we are not building the business today in numbers, build it in information, education, systems, automation. So that way, when the market levels back off and it it fires back up, your team is ready because they've seen the future. They get the vision they're not working as hard they're not exhausted they're not overwhelmed we have happy clients that feel like we take care of them we're proactive and we work for them and if we can do those things then rest in the moment to know that right now right here you are doing what you can do to be who you need to be for this moment in this industry but the reality is know that you're going to be ready for the next moment and that is huge this is not a time to cocoon this is not a time to be able to go off and 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 hide and when we say take time off from selling new business that doesn't mean forever and it doesn't mean that it is a time to stop selling new business for the concept of um avoidance it's a time for leveling up a time for self-evaluation a time for inspiration a time for rest but a time for visioning and moving forward with the industry where the industry is going. So take these tips, work on your burnout. If you do have other tips or tricks to be able to try to get out of burnout, some people love to go out for a run. To me, um, being outside is wonderful. Summertime gets a little crazy. I am in Texas, that's not always the easiest thing to be able to do, but make sure that you get on out there, you watch what's going on, stay aware, stay awake, stay with your vision, use this time to push forward. If you need to take a little bit of a break, take a little bit of a break. Maybe you can clean out cranky clients out of your book. Maybe that would help your team, but vision for the future and help your team to vision for the future. Help them to feel like they're moving forward, making that agency better and your industry better for tomorrow because that is what we need to always be working on. My name is Teresa Kitchens. Thanks so much for joining me today for the Power Women in Insurance podcast. Reach on out to me on Facebook, Teresa Kitchens. It's no H-T-E-R-E-S-A. And then Kitchens, just like the room with an S. Check out the podcast on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere that you want to be able to stream your favorite podcasts. Everybody, thanks so much for listening and have a great week.